The Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760 presents Wake Up in the Den with Kubule Agbayani. people let's wake up in the den kule agbayani alamia on this hump day wednesday halfway through the week hope you guys are already having a fabulous week and had a really good week so far i don't know (laughs) um now I lost my train of thought already. All right, so let's get to it. Got a lot to talk about today. There's something that we haven't talked about um, yet, and it's been kind of in our world, it's a big deal, where there's another proposal on the table to add a legal sports book and card room in Hawaii. So we'll get to that in just a little bit on this show because... As you guys know, I've always been a huge advocate for allowing sports betting here because I feel like if you can have the stock market here, then you should have sports betting because it's relatively the same thing. Same, same. Yeah, you're having you're 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 going in making a I mean, let's be real here, an educated guess on what you should put your money towards. And in reality, follow us. Yeah. And then don't follow Alan. You guys remember I was don't follow AC. I was having good picks when Alan was like on vacation and stuff. And then Alan comes back Uh, and I'm like, don't blame me. Nixing on all of my picks that I've been picking. But anyways, we'll talk about that new bill that's going to be introduced by some state lawmakers. But um, first, yeah, was it was it was a really long day for me yesterday. I was all all out and about uh, all over the island per se did the show this morning and then I had to go over to the UH to go to a NACOA meeting which we have our board meetings once a month or once every other month so I got to tell you guys about some stuff that's coming up in case you didn't know just save the date for the 29th annual Ed Wong Memorial Golf Tournament that will be April 11th at Hawaii Prince Golf Club. It did sell out pretty quickly last year because as we always talk about the hype surrounding the return of former UH quarterback Timmy Chang and just his staff. So we kind of talked about it yesterday during our meeting that what makes this golf tournament so special, especially now, is the fact that the coaches like Timmy and the entire coaching staff do come like last year we were there we had a tent and they do come and they mingle they go around the course and you get to meet all of the coaches talk story they're very very easy going especially because it's in April so you know it's kind of that perfect time they're not exactly heading into any type of camp or practices so again mark it down on your calendar there's no sign up or anything available yet but we will let you know when that is going on and and we're talking to some of the other members and even they say like last year was rare and it was really it was just hashtag good vibes only because they were around during like the chow days obviously during gram it was covid so there really wasn't any golf tournaments but during the chow days you know norm chow was just very 
Norm Chow. <laughs> not, stoic. Yeah, I would and say not it's like stoic. Not encouraging his staff to come out. So you're 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 going to a golf tournament and it's basically like any other golf tournament. Yeah, you have like the free stuff that's cool, but so the main thing that sets this particular tournament apart than any other golf tournament, which we even talk about the HPU golf tournament, which is awesome too. But this one for all of you University of Hawaii football fans, you get to meet the coaches. I'm and I'm trying to effort that at one of the holes. Timmy Chang will like drive for you and then you just have to like pay extra because that's what they do at the HPU and other golf tournaments. If they have the golf team out there, you just pay extra and then they'll drive for you and then you just hit it from where they uh, from where it lands. So I think I'm going to push for that. I'm going to put I'm going to put Timmy Chang to work on the golf course. But I got to get it, get it, get that extra money. But I got to ask simple question here. How good of a driver is Timmy Chang? Do you know offhand, mm, or am I just are, sure are, are you are, are you basically saying you're just donating? Yeah. There's other ways I would donate. <laughs> I think it would be pretty fun. Wow, to I guess see. You get some bangers out. You like you get some guys that could like really. I, I gotta watch words I use because uh, that can really you know hit the ball far. You know they got they can drive the ball like you don't want. Some, I know it's Timmy, but if he's not gonna. Get you where you normally would be. Mm, but it would be fun. It would be. All right. So let me ask you then, um, since I didn't get an invite to the other one. Well, we were we didn't golf. We were, boss lady and I were manning the tent and working. <laughs> no, no, no. So. I mean the, the, the other tournament you guys played in recently that, oh. um, you know, yeah. Okay. Apparently that email got lo- that that it invite did. got lost. I know. They're like, "Where's Alan? Oh, yeah, you're like, find well, someone else you, to fill your spot because yeah, you weren't the, there." They're like, "Oh." Anyways, uh, since uh, that email, I mean that invite email uh, got lost in the the mail, I'm, I just want to know: is 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 the should I be saving the date or uh, is that invite going to get lost again? Mm. <laughs> well, fortunately, we have a meeting tomorrow morning, so you can go ahead and ask the boss. <laughs> Boss can say no to me. <laughs> Boss cannot say no to you. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. <laughs> or, oh, no, no, better. Uh, boss lady, we need your help. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can come man the tent with us. I could. I mean, I did broadcast my show live from there the last time. So, I, And I think from what we were talking about yesterday that this particular date – does not coincide with, I think they had either a morning practice or a usual morning meeting last year. So this year, I believe they're free in the morning. So we might have to do a special extended version of the show and, you know, do your, what you've been saying forever, Alan, is like maybe do a two hour, maybe a three hour show, special edition from there if the coaches are there early enough and we just have all the coaches on the don't, show in the morning. That would be so fun. Don't do it. You're going to give me false hope. <laughs> no. Nope. I got to confirm You're with gonna the coaches. You're going to give me false hope. Got to call up Matt Chan, Mr. Director of Ops, and, and lock it in. Like, are you guys going to be there early? We're going to be there, and we'll just rotate in and out all the coaches on the show. That would be a fun special edition out there of Voice Sports oh, Radio Network. Get ahead of someone else. Yep. I'm locking it in right now. Stamp it. Hey. <laughs> Stamp it. Though someone else did, weren't doing their show from there last year. I'm just saying. We were out there doing our show live from the Nicole Golf Tournament. All right. We and, go. <laughs> but now somebody else might do it because, you know. Because they already saw. <laughs> it's all right. 
It's okay. all right. We it's can, okay. We share the love. It's okay. All right. Another date that you have to save. This one is actually coming up uh, pretty soon. It's on February 1st. It's it's a National Letter of Intent dinner. So they usually have this, but on a smaller scale. And now they're really blowing it up this year. Where So National Letter of Intent dinner. We had the early signees already came in. And then you have the, the normal date coming up in February. So... Save the date, February 1st, 5 o'clock p.m. for the National Letter of Intent dinner. It will be at the Sheraton Waikiki Lanai Ballroom. And from 5 to 8.30 p.m., tables are available. So the Warrior Table will seat nine guests and you get a coach that will sit with you for $3,000. And then Table of 10 for $2,500 and individual tickets for $275. So you'll have the buffet dinner and then the, I guess, I don't have the exact program yet, but basically each coach is going to talk about the different players that signed that they recruited. So they're going to, you know, it's your it's your chance to first learn about these new players that's, that's joining the brotherhood and from firsthand, you know, from the coaches themselves and not from social media that we like to make pretend is real. <laughs> so you guys can come out, meet the coaches and learn about all of the new players. Again, that is going to be February 1st from 5 to 8.30 p.m. at the Sheraton Waikiki Lanai Ballroom. There, it's the link to register will be available very, 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 very soon. Obviously, because I mean, that's in what a couple of, or a few weeks, less than three weeks away. And I will let you know when that's available and we'll post it on our social media so you guys can go ahead, but start getting gathering your, your friends or your colleagues and come out and get a table. It's going to be a good time. You know, I'm going to be there and a lot of the so if I'm going to be there, it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know if Alan's going to be there, but might get lost in the mail. <laughs> might get lost. I was going to say, well, it depends on that invite. If the invite's there, I'll be there. If it, <laughs> if it gets lost in the mail, well, I guess you know I'm not going to be there. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Timmy <laughs> Chang and golfing, so he is, this is who we were talking about that's in the official pro-am that we were kind of being hush-hush about. So, yes, your University of Hawaii football head coach, Timmy Chang, is golfing in the official Sony Pro-Am this morning. Oh. So it is open to the public. So if you want to go and cheer him on or, I don't know, heckle him a little bit. I don't know, just kidding. You can heckle her teammate, his teammates. <laughs> no. So if you want to go out there, uh, he is paired up with people I do not know. So he's paired up with JJ Spawn. And Kevin Yu. So as I mentioned a couple of days ago, the format is the so there's four golfers, four amateur golfers per team. And then the pro golf, one pro golfs in the front nine and the other pro basically tags out and golfs, golfs the back nine. So they tee off this morning pretty soon, actually, at 8.50, a.m. this morning. So again, Timmy Chang out there at Wailai Country Club, if you want to. I'm going to try to head out. I already I dressed the part, so I'm going to try to go straight there and and see after I get some of the work done. Quick okay. question. Do you know if um, my man Parker is in the tournament this year? I saw that he did um, shoot. I can look it up during the break, but I thought when I was looking through our media, we have like a media central thing for the PGA Tour and I believe I saw that he got in because someone had gotten out and he was voted in. So I did see his name that I, he will be in there. I love it. Parker's turned his his career around just simply by coaching. I mean, he still plays, don't get me wrong, but he's he's turning to coaching and I I just found this out. 
if I'm not mistaken, he's actually Colin Morikawa's uh, short game coach now. Oh. Yeah, because uh, if you guys don't know, Parker McLaughlin, his uh, his IG, his his kind of whole thing now, his shtick is his his IG handle is I think the Short Game Chef, and so he really like posts videos on how to fix your short game, and now he's kind of in, going into the coaching world. And and from what I gather, I hear he's uh, Park um, Collins' new or at least advisor, or maybe not full on coach, but he does help Colin with his short game. Oh, yeah, so I see here on the field updates, and actually this is from Sunday, there have been a couple of withdrawals. So Patrick Rogers, Satoshi Kodaira withdrew, and then Parker McLaughlin is in, and it's an in-slash-sponsor qualifying tournament, along with Aaron Baddeley. So, mm. in. so he's in there. Again, Timmy Chang and his team. What's team his odds? Off. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Remember? Oh, yeah. like, well, you got to stay away from this. <laughs> It was funny because uh, when I was talking to Boss Lady th- at the uh, event a couple of nights ago, and I to- I was talking to her fiance and saying who the favorite was in the Sony, and even they were like, I mean, they know who he is because they follow golf more closely, but they were kind of shocked, like, really? <laughs> He's the favorite in this? Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. It. I actually I talked to Boss Lady the other day too because I was I was giving her. Uh, a lot of ribbing because I was like, did you really make my man, my brother on a practice round? Oh, <laughs> carry your bag. And she was, and she said, yeah, he wanted the full experience. I said, at least get my man's a push cart for the practice round. And you could rent it too. I, know. So, <laughs> I saw Timmy. If you guys follow uh, Timmy and Sharon Instagram, I saw that they, Timmy had actually, cause I think he rented one, at YLI on Sunday for the practice round. And then looks like they bought, the, like he bought his own because on their Instagram story, the kids, you know, two of his five kids were, were playing like, with it. Yeah. One was probably standing on it. The other well, one was pushing. Well, the little pushing. one, the, the baby, she was like sitting on it. Yeah. And yeah. then I think it was Levi maybe that was like pushing it. And then Sherry kind of put a little caption, like if only their dad could see what they're doing with his new cards. It's like a stroller. Like they thought it was a stroller. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, they're so oh, cute. cute. Yeah, if you guys want to really get the inside to just following that family, they're 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 a riot and they're so fun to follow with all of their kids. So yeah, the the Sony Open in Hawaii odds right now still Tom Kim is the favorite at eleven to one, followed by Sung J M at twelve to one, Jordan Spieth over there at sixteen to one. Brian Harmon at 18 to 1 and last year's champ Hideki Matsuyama at 20 to 1. By the way, if you're a Hideki fan like I am, he, they, he is actually in the Pro-Am today. His group is right after Timmy Chang's group. So you can kind of like follow both groups and see Hideki. So Timmy Chang and JJ, Timmy Chang and the group with JJ Spawn as the pro tee off at 850 at the 10th tee. This morning, I have to, I forgot to mention that before people go to the first tee. So they tee off at the 10th tee. And then right after them at 9.01 is Hideki Matsuyama and his group. And their back nine pro is Mark Hubbard. So they tee off at 9.01 at the 10th tee as well. So hopefully I'll see you guys down there. And you're welcome for these, this inside information. <laughs> anyways when we come back we will tell you about some other breaking news regarding hawaii athletes and then get into our main conversation of the day about state lawmakers proposing opening a legal sports book and card room here in hawaii when we come back on wake up in the den 
Wake Up in the Den with Kukule Agbayani on the Mistimed it. <laughs> it's gonna be hot out there on the golf course. Did they bring my sunscreen? I gotta make sure I get some sunscreen on. Or show up like a lobster tomorrow. Alan's gonna be like, uh, you okay? You good? <laughs> Which I have showed been, up to, been, uh, to been work hit, as a lobster many, many times because been hitting the I bottle am, too hard this morning. <laughs> I am the whitest like Hawaiian Filipino you will probably ever meet. True and story. I'm just gonna put it at that. You know how many days I would make fun of her at the office? All the years we've been together, Kuala. Do you remember how many times I used to make fun of you after like a football Saturday and you're still kind of burnt on Sunday? And then you go to like beach on Sunday and then you come into work on Monday and I'm like, oh, it's okay. Small kind burn, huh? Small kind. And then I peel and then I'm white again. And it's like I have a, I, I burn and then I have like a really nice tan for a day and then it just starts it's peeling. It's like gone. And then the sun spots come. Like you get one day, uh, it's like one day where people go like, oh, you really are Hawaiian, Filipino, and uh, Spanish, right? Was it, did you say Spanish? Spanish, Portuguese, yeah. Spanish and Portuguese. (laughs) And and then it goes away. Yeah. It's But when I used to go to the beach a lot, I actually had a really nice tan because I think what little bit of Asian I have, it like made me have like that nice like golden yeah. brown tan. And yeah. Basically on those days, the Lani uh, at the end of your name. <laughs> yeah, gets, then I really you, you, get, you get to pronounce the Lani on the end of your name. The <laughs> now, I Lani. I, now I think if I ever went past like a certain shade, I would look weird. People would be like. <laughs> so now I know when when that when you have the day of tan like where you have the tan for the day I'll call you Kuleilani instead. <laughs> I'll just Kule. I'll give you your full Hawaiian name. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and then you go back to just Kule. Or Kule. I know. I chopped off Actually, the Lani. I, just, I for always New call Year's. you Lele. <laughs> you know, I had like my long Hawaiian like Pele esque hair, and I chopped it off on New Year's Eve, and now I'm you know. I was going to say something was different, and then I, I didn't realize yeah. you actually chopped it off. Because the, the you always keep it in a titter bun. Yeah, and the bun is smaller. That's how my friend always knows that I, I cut my hair, because it's usually always up. But she's like, did you cut your hair? Your bun looks smaller. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she, that's how she knows. So, And the head feels a little lighter. So, yeah. Oh well. How much did they chop off? I think I chopped off like half of it. What, well, how, much, how many inches? I don't know. I just say, cut it here. Do you donate it? I don't think they take dead hair. It's gross. Like, I wouldn't want, like, I think about, like, it was, my hair was so dead. It's like, mm-mm. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> how, Anyways, how going back weather? to sports, Alan. <laughs> Gosh. Alan's like, I was getting a sidetrack oh, over here. no, no, no. For no. once, it wasn't me. Anyways, before we get into our uh, sports betting conversation, I forgot to make note in our previous segment that I posted this on our social media earlier this morning, but Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel has officially ruled out Tua Tongo Vailoa for Sunday's game versus Buffalo as he is still not cleared has still not cleared concussion protocol. The Dolphins are preparing as if rookie quarterback Skylar Thompson will start Sunday at Buffalo. And this was reported via Adam Schefter about an hour ago. So Tua Tongwailoa still in concussion, or yeah, hasn't cleared concussion protocol. It's for the best. I mean, that long-term health is more important. I mean, I'm sure, you know, Stephen Ross feels otherwise, but to for Tua and his family, it's, 
yeah, best not to risk it. Take care of the long-term health of this player. And you know what? Even with Tua, you're probably going to lose anyways. So why go out there and risk it against Buffalo playing at Buffalo as the odds stand right now via, via bet MGM. Buffalo favored by 13. Over under 43 and a half. The money, the money line, money line for Buffalo minus 800. And Miami is the clear underdog at plus 550. Dang, that's like the biggest. If we're looking at terms of money line, that's the biggest favorite coming up this weekend by a long shot. The next favorite straight up is the San Francisco 49ers over the Seattle Seahawks. No surprise there. And favored by nine and a half. Those would be like huge upsets if somehow that happened. I think the Chargers and the Jacksonville game is the one that's kind of interesting. Our friend Kyle Galdera thinks the New York football Giants are going to pull it off against the Minnesota Vikings, by the way. The Giants getting three points on the and on the money line, plus 140. That one looks kind of... That's enticing. I uh, know. Mm. Hmm. We're going to have to think about this a lot, Alan. We'll have to have an off, <laughs> offline discussion about this one. Yeah, and then, of course, our Dallas Cowboys, where you can listen to the game here, will be on Monday, taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks, though, are the dogs, getting two and a half. Ooh, that's close. And the Dallas Cowboys on the money line, minus 145 favorite. Over-under in that game, 45 and a half. So a lot of these games for the over-under is all relatively close and similar, all in like 42 and a half to 48. Mm. I get too scared at this point. Yeah. I feel like Alan like jinxes me when it comes to the money line games. Why, why am I getting? No, I thought we were blaming AC. Yeah, but you're in front of me, so I can uh, blame you. All right. Anyways, okay. All right. So this is an article. Well, it's published by a lot of different media outlets, but I wanted to talk about this article because got to give a shout out to Hawaii Public Radio. Hey, yo. So Hawaii Public Radio, <laughs> our fellow radio people. I got you. Know, you. Gotta... It was the, the what you did after. Oh. What was that? Hey, hey yo. <laughs> like what? What just happened Sorry. there? It was a long day yesterday. All I right. told you. Sorry. So I'm a little... Boozy still. <laughs> so state representatives John Mizuno and J- Daniel Holt will introduce a measure in the upcoming session that would open a sports book and card room on Oahu. The measure would also create a state gaming commission to oversee the licensing and enforcement of gaming facilities, as well as fund efforts to address gambling addiction. That's usually what that's pretty common in a lot of the states. Both say the revenues generated from a legal game room will provide a sustainable funding source for the Department of Hawaiian Homelands, which received a record $600 million in 2022 legislative session. He's Holt said, quote, as we all know, gaming in Hawaii is not a new topic to all of us. We've had proposals come up year after year in the past. As we know, funding for Department of Hawaiian Homelands has always been a struggle and to have a dedicated funding source where lots of tax revenue goes to Las Vegas every year. And if we'd be able to keep that here and have that money spent on Hawaiian homes, it'd be a very big benefit for us here today. The proposal is still being drafted in preparation for the upcoming legislative session, which starts next week on January 18th. So the scope of the bill is they're not they're very clear and they're not proposing a casino. So for a lot of you slot machine players, that's not going to happen. You still got to go to Vegas for that. What they're proposing is a poker room slash betting parlor. 
So uh, Ford says it would be, if you can picture like a, this is funny, like a 24-hour fitness, anything from 10,000 to 25,000 square feet. We're going to request in the bill a minimum of 10 tables to 30 tables. So that's poker tables, specifically Texas Hold'em. And then just the sports book. And then so they said that it's a similar model if two game rooms that are currently in North Dakota. So he said the sports book aspect would be a brick and mortar operation for at least two years. And then unlike the apps with DraftKings and FanDuels, and after two years, the licensed operator would be allowed to have an app. So they're going to do kind of the brick and mortar first before they get into the mobile gaming. The estimated revenue that could be generated from a legal game room ranges between $400 million and $800 million a year. I'm going to be honest, I'll probably contribute to that. The, the problem with the problem is though I get the brick and mortar, um, you know why they want to do it for the first two years and then online, right? But then I just think you're gonna have one in a state that's been craving for this. Um, let's say it passes, right? You, you're gonna have one place for right now at brick and mortar only for two years in a state that's been craving it for how long? I just think you're gonna get inundated with so many people. You're not. It, it's it's gonna be a, a big cluster. And there's a word after cluster uh, that I want to attach to it, but I won't for SEC purposes here. Um, and I, I, I just think if you're going to do something, do it do it right. We, we've been waiting for so long in this state. If you're going to do it, do it right. And that's make sure not only the brick and mortar is set up, but also the online aspect too. capitalize on everything. We can't keep piecemealing this thing because you, you need to capitalize on, on the want right now. Because as soon as that want is gone, you know, because you have it. The desire and all of a sudden it's less appeasing every year as it goes on uh, for some, right? Because, again, we're not dealing with a huge population in our state like, you know, California is. We're dealing with a certain amount here. And so I I just think if you're going to do it, do it right from the get-go. And I think that's a lot of the problems we have here. We don't do things from the get-go. We kind of piecemeal. But here in the state, everything takes so long from permitting to to materials to, to design, all of it. I, I don't know. For me, we've been waiting this long. What's an extra year or two to figure out how to implement the, the the online side aspect of it, too? Because I think you're missing a big boat financially on that, too. Well, I think it's more of just baby steps, right? Like, I think not only do they want to not... At this point? Well, like how you're saying they're, the book itself is going to be inundated with people. The same thing for the people who still look at sports betting as like, oh my gosh, it's so bad. Like, you don't want to completely bombard everyone. And so the brick and mortar uh, model is, so So what they're doing is trying to almost appease, obviously, people like us that aren't are entirely for it, but also your pushback that people still look at it with a negative view in sports betting, where the brick and mortar will actually, they'll actually charge you like a fee to enter every time. So you're not someone that can go in with your last $10 and put $10 on a game. So they're, they're trying to be sure to monitor. Everyone has to register. And so you like, basically they'll have the commission that can track. And if, it seems like somebody has a problem, then they'll either, you know, limit the person from betting. And so they're they're trying to put all these 
quote unquote safeguards in place to make those people that f- are a- completely against it and will never like open their eyes to see the that the good outweighs the bad in terms of generating revenue for the state. So I think that's why they're not completely going to be like, hey, you can bet on the mobile. I think they want to be like, hey. So are, are you saying that in like two years after this whole like vetting process, seeing who's got a problem, who's not? You go and like, okay, I want the app. You're going to have to go to the brick and mortar, show them like a QR code. Like, I want the app. And then they're well, standing there and be like, oh, yeah, you got a problem, buddy. Not going to happen. I mean, I don't know. Maybe people won't have. But I think, again, I, I, I think they're only putting it there just so that the people that are against it will be like, oh, it won't. it's not that bad. Because I agree with you. Like, just do it all at once. Like, <laughs> let's just do it. But I think that's in there so that it will make... The pushback. Like the le- yeah, it's like, okay, we're gonna put these safeguards in so that you guys feel more comfortable. I mean, if you if you bet <laughs> if you bet with a casino though, or like like if you go to Bet MGM and you bet in Las Vegas and stuff, you actually do have to go down to the sports book and show your ID before they can activate your mobile account anyway. So you have to make sure you're a real person. I'm not sure if the same thing works with like FanDuel and DraftKings, but if your book if you're signing up through a book mobily, if that's what they're gonna have, like a Bet MGM, for example, or hey, our friends at Circus Sports, if Circus Sports comes down wink, wink. and they, you know, want to start a mobile app. And then they, you'll still have to go down to the book to show them your ID and in order for your app to be active and working. So it's still a safeguard. It, it would be safer than going on Robinhood like everyone did and betting, again, on the stock market, which I always go back to. Yeah, that's too about soon, bro. About that. About that. You anyway. see, what happened was a change of... Pro- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> joking. Joking. Um, no, you know, I think it's a long time coming. Do I think it's going to pass? No. Uh, but do I like that? It's, it's, it, I feel like it's starting to become more of a forefront issue or at least, um, you know, something that they want to keep in, in, on the front minds of everybody, as far as the discussion is concerned. Uh, I do appreciate that aspect because now I think you're starting to see it a little bit more. It's more topical and more like at the top of the pile rather at the bottom. Uh, so that's a good thing. I don't think it passes only because the state. Finds a way to always stay status quo, um, and 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 you know that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, it's just I I don't see progression, and that's the thing. Like when it comes to this state, when it comes to the people we elect in charge, I I don't see progression. I I see status quo, and and that's a problem. Um, what makes you think it's going to change today when most of the same people are still in office today? They might be in different roles, but they're all the same people. Yeah, and that, well, at least that's why. Fortunately, we still have people like this, like Representative John Mizuno and Daniel Holt, that and then Rise Hawaii Gaming President Eric Lani Ford, who are coming to the table. So like at least the push to make this legal here is not stopping. At least there are still those that are trying to make this happen. But we have to step aside really quick and we will continue this conversation in terms of just a lot of the other benefits that come with it. And they're them addressing more of the past opposition when it comes to legalizing, at the very least, sports betting here in Hawaii. When we come back on Wake Up in the Den. Right now, you guys, I wish you could see it. (laughs) 
Welcome back to all of you, the beautifulest of all the beautiful people. It's Wake Up in the Den, Kule Agbayani, Alan Mia. And thank you all for listening. And if you're listening right now or you listen to any other programming on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, we mahalo you. And that is why you are the most beautifulest of all the beautiful people, which still includes Alan for the time being. Woo-hoo. For now. For now. <laughs> it's because you found out I have a karaoke song. I actually have two. That's one of them. Do mm. you remember the Shorebird? Yeah, of course. So remember I used to work there too? So after shift, uh, after, well, because I always had closing shift, mm-hmm. we'd stay and we'd do karaoke. My buddy JJ, who now lives in Chicago, don't ask me why, uh, lives in Chicago now. <laughs> we'd always sing this song together. Oh. So. My brother JJ, if you're listening online, miss you, dude. Part of our million and six and a half listeners. No, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not what I could be honest. <laughs> okay, we're still at a million. Six yeah, and six and a half. And a half. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I, I couldn't change that one. <laughs> uh, we don't want it. We we don't want to throw out inflated numbers there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not throwing out inflated numbers. That that ain't me, dude. I, we're only stuck at a million yeah. six and a half. I will be stuck there until we lit. lit Literally get a legit number, uh, and I mean increase. We're always going to be at a mil six and a half. They're going to go, mil, yep. Yep, mil a million six and, six and a half. We don't inflate the numbers one bit no, at we're, all. We're truthful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, sports we gambling. We crack ourselves up I like know. an egg. <laughs> you haven't heard that one in a while. Aren't oh, you happy? Man. <laughs> all right. So here's... Here, here's the thing, real hey, quick, that, that I wanted to say. Going back you, on our topic. Yeah, before you okay. went to break. Uh, and uh, one of the reasons why I fear it won't pass is normally Hawaii votes along the lines of California. And California just struck down their multiple bills with sports gambling. And so um, if California doesn't do it, and, and they're in a world of hurt too, where they could really use the revenue generated from the tax dollars that sports gambling would bring. Um, if they're unwilling to do it, I just it, it's hard for me to see Hawaii because again they vote similar party lines. I mean, there's times this state makes California look red, so I just I don't see it. I know it's very we're very like old school, but see, this is the part that I think that people don't realize. Like, I think the fear is that it's going to lead to all of this crime, right? Well, I mean, there's always things going on in those illegal game rooms like people getting beat up or shot and they have to close down all these illegal game rooms a lot of the money that or the revenue that's generated from the sports betting the representative said will go towards law enforcement to help shut down more of these illegal game rooms the one thing i don't agree with them is that they do say that the like introducing this bill and if it passes would make illegal game rooms irrelevant. I still don't think that's possible. I still think people will find a way like there's other games in the illegal game rooms. And so and if you can't get into, you know, if you're one of those few and it's very few that have a problem again, like sports betting. I mean, we have alcohol that's legal, tobacco, cigarettes, like people are addicted to that stuff. Heck, there's op- opioids everywhere, like doctors write prescriptions and people get addicted to that stuff. But there's regulations in place to try to limit it. But you can't stop people and from doing all of these things. So it's it's unfortunate. But yes, there will be people that have a problem w- that have gambling problems, but they they'll have 
their whole thing figured out where some of the money will go to addressing gambling addiction. Again, it's it's going to happen, unfortunately, but that's in everything that's legal right now. Again, alcohol, smoking, opioids. It's unfortunate, but it's going to happen. So I hate when people say like, oh, it's going to cause all these problems and people are going to get addicted. Like, well, people are addicted to stuff regardless. And But again, the good to me outweighs the bad. And by the good, I mean... We always talk about it all the time. Governor Doc, Dr. Josh Green always says, we need more afford- affordable housing. Yes, we do. And now like the tax, like the land or property taxes raised and how all of these kupuna that have been in these homes forever that, okay, now they're they're retired and they're living off a set income every month. And now we're going to raise these taxes. And then how now, how are they going to pay for groceries that are increasing in in price because of the cost of living here in Hawaii. Well, so you're telling me if you're someone that thinks, oh, you're going to be more concerned with crime that's all of a sudden going to start from sports gambling, a regulated brick and mortar with tables, and again, in a safe space, not having to go to the back alley and do all of this stuff where anything can happen, where the house isn't regulated, and essentially don't have to pay you out if they don't want to. (laughs) They can make their own rules. This is a safe space for people to do this. And at the same time, they're going to collect all of this revenue, be able to tax it, and hopefully be able to afford. We can have less potholes on the road. We can afford all this stuff. Maybe we can afford to not raise these taxes so quickly where people living paycheck paycheck to paycheck and on set incomes now are freaking out because they can't afford to live here anymore and they're moving away. We can, yes, prices and costs of goods and everything is still going to rise, but at least it won't be kind of like the sharp increase that we've been having to deal with lately. It's like, what? And it's just a shell shock and people don't know how they're going to survive here, where if you make something like sports betting, people like myself will gladly go like and put money into it. Again, recommended, do not gamble more than you can afford to lose, which is always my theory. So when you lose it, you're like, okay. And then in the end, I'll almost feel better because I'll be like, you know what? I lost a hundred bucks, but eh, at least it's going to help. Went to the state. Yeah, it's going to help. Sure, tax me. I'd rather will you like tax me willingly, like a willing participant to put money into it and you can tax that instead of, oh, I get my my registration, my car registration next it's, year and it goes it, up by like 50 bucks. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, I'd rather it be, you know, we can increase teachers' salaries or something. Like, we can do all of these things and that's where I mean, like, the good outweighs the... And I don't even want to say bad. I want to say it's the perception it's of just that growth. it's bad. All it is is, yeah. is all it is is just growth, right? And it's like you said, the the problem we have is just a problem in general in life itself. The the, the mm-hmm. fact that we got that every human being has the right to choose, right? Yeah. And you're either gonna make poor choices, you're gonna make great choices. I I cannot change that no matter what. That's up to you as the individual, right? You can all you can do is is you put the 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 measures in place to help steer people towards the right direction. So make sure, you know, you set up a lot of hotlines for gambling uh, addiction. Uh, make sure you have the help necessary for those that are feeling like they're getting addicted to gambling, just like you do for drug treatment and whatnot. You can't, you never eradicate the issues. Mm-hmm. You're, you, you, all you can do is try to help mitigate them and help put measures in place to help support and and to help get, you know, people the help they need in whatever facet of, of life, right? And so here's here's the thing is, there's so many opportunities here, and and I, I got excited as you were talking because I thought to myself, well, this lends perfectly into your entertainment district 
and stadium. I actually was talking to Kyle about that um, last night after our broadcast. I was like, we should put this brick and mortar in Halava. How I don't perfect know if, would that I, be? I, I don't know if there's regulations of how close you can be to an actual venue. Mm. I, I don't think there is because you got you got Hollow, Hollywood Park right next across the street from the Forum and and uh, SoFi. So, but I'd have to look into that. But I was thinking like, but if you can put it there, I'd be like, that'd be pretty darn. That'd be a pretty darn aspe- cool aspect to your entertainment district with a brand new stadium. That'll bring some excitement here and potentially some dollars that can go to the NIL. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, but you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. You, you can't get rid of the bad, but what you can do is you can grow into the future, and it's about progression. It's about being able to move forward and, and to find other means rather than your normal. Let's just tax the crap out of, tax the crap out of people, um, you know, and make continue to make people live paycheck to paycheck and put more people on the streets because of all our tax increases. Yet we don't raise. Um, you know, the the salaries of our employees and minimum wage because, and I get it, you can't always raise minimum wage as as thinking it's going to help solve the problem because all it does is put companies under because people don't realize though when you raise, uh, you know, minimum wage, that hurts companies, uh, whether you want to believe well, it or not. Not the big companies. Mm, you got to remember, we're not the only thing they got to worry about in the state though. They got to raise it in every other state too. So it's a big I'm, loss I'm talking financially. talking about big companies no, like, I get it, like Amazon, McDonald's, Amazon McDonald's. Yeah, but it's still a hit with all the employees they have across the country, across the world. So, But anyways, off topic. Um, no, I lost my train of thought, Kool-Aid. <laughs> um, oh, darn it. But but my point being is it you got to progress. You got to find ways to progress into the future. And this is a way to do it. And this is a way to get more money injected into the state on all fronts, whether it be to tackle homelessness, to tackle um, you know, mental health, to tackle, to, to do, build more programs for teachers and get them, like you said, salary raises, uh, the department of education needs funding, you know, the department of homeland, Hawaiian homelands needs funding. This is a perfect way to do it. Are you going to make the 700, 800 mil a year? I think like, I think it could get to right away. No, of course not. But what you're going to start to see is little by little, you start to, you know, your rainy day fund starts to get a little bit bigger. Yeah, I mean, and- even... Can you imagine the kind of impact even just for the University of Hawaii? Make it a state of the art. Ten million dollars can make to go to extra funding. And again, us normal people that would contribute to these taxes, we wouldn't have a problem. I like I like I said because we're willingly doing it. Just like they increase taxes on cigarettes, right? You're willingly doing it. So hey, you're you're contributing. And I'm sure like I don't smoke, but smokers are like meh, whatever. It would be the similar thing for gambling, for sports betting, and for card like. For Texas Hold'em players, you're just, hey, I'm a willing participant. I'm going to go and it's better than, yeah. It's safer too, people. Like, you're going to be checked at the door. It's like you're not walking in with hidden, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if you were at an illegal gambling house, you're not going to get rid of them. But what you can do is help make people make decisions. Go like, let's go to a regulated place so we don't have to go to illegal ones per se. Again, you're not going to be able to stop everything. There's just no way. And people that are living uh, under a rock right now. People will. People are finding ways to gamble on sports and cards here. So why don't we tax them? <laughs> why don't we just do it instead of it going to offshore accounts Account. or whatnot? It's it's happening regardless. But it's like if they're when they're losing money, that goes everywhere else. Like why not keep most of it here in Hawaii? Like that's 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 what I mean. Like all of the good will outweigh the bad that comes along. With anything, <laughs> with anything that there is always going to be bad with stuff, Every, and everyone's going to find the bad out of anything. But 
in this situation when a state that's hurting and we need to generate some kind of revenue and put tax, if you're not going to raise taxes on like people coming over here and tourism and yada, 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 because you don't want to hurt tourism. Okay, fine. This is another way to do it where, again, willing participants and you can collect a ton of revenue that will go through other things. Well, got to step aside really quick. But when we come back, we'll wrap it up here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. We're going to jump on the reggae train. We're going to ride it till we go insane. We're going to jump on the reggae train. We're gonna ride it on down the lane Let's get going to the station The station of love You could put a, you could put it next to a rail station oh. Ain't no Too soon, too Ooh. soon no. What will get done sooner? Oh gosh Oh, oh. The sports book will definitely get done sooner Because again, that will be private money. private money That will come in <laughs> to build it But yeah, that's another thing this, I'm like, mm, this is a little too cheap. I think I got to go have a conversation with these representatives because it says details on who can apply for a gaming license are still being worked out as it should. But general details provided by Ford, Mizuno and Holt include a licensing fee. <laughs> this is like laughable. Like, you know how much sports books generate between 50000 and 100000 <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Can we come up with fifty or a hundred thousands to go get that license? Cool. <laughs> but this is a weird thing, though. It said the company must also be headed by someone born in Hawaii or a thirty-five-year resident. That's interesting. Ooh. Because how would you even? Because they want to keep money local. But see, is this? They don't want like more... an MGM. They don't want like an MGM coming and getting it, and then yeah, MGM's but, getting all the money. Yeah, but then you can't have like a newbie that's going to do this. This is like. It's like an illegal. This, it's like this a, is serious stuff. Like there is like a lot to know when you're regulating and running a sports book slash card room, you know, doing it right. That's why I'm like, this is interesting. How? That's see, I I think that's the way of really maybe they go okay, we'll pass this, but then no one can really apply for this because there's no one with probably. I not, mean, maybe I mean, they, not that many people in the state of Hawaii that has that experience of running this as well as that cash flow to be able to sustain this. Because you got to have a lot of cash in house up front to be able to withstand that license, but that licensing fee just seems so cheap. You know, when you think about, I mean, granted, it's just it's more media rights deals, but when you see like these sports books companies like doing deals with like these, like the NFL and stuff, and like these are multi million dollar deals, you're gonna come into the state for the first time and you're gonna gen you're gonna make way more of your return on investment if your licensing fee is only gonna be fifty to a hundred thousand dollars. But again, maybe that's just to keep it affordable for that person that's born in Hawaii or a thirty five year resident. Imagine though how much cash flow you would have to have though. You just borrow the money bank would want you to borrow money just I'm not saying us normal people but like if you're like one of those I was trying to find I'm trying to find ways you and I can come up with $50,000 to $100,000 for a license I honestly my credit score is pretty good I think a bank would loan me $50,000 I always knew why there's a reason why you and I were best friends (laughs) (laughs) Use me for my credit score. 
I always knew there was a reason why you were in my circle. I couldn't really pinpoint Damn. it till now. I needed someone with a really high. But now I get it. It <laughs> makes so much sense now. Because I kept asking myself, why is Kool-Aid in my circle of best friends? I, I tell, I well, told you guys, I am very frugal and I never spend anything outside of what I make and beyond my my means. Just like how we were talking about sports betting. Like I don't bet more than I'm willing to, to lose. And I just... You know, oh, whatever. But yeah, it's led me to a pretty decent credit score where I, I'm pretty sure I could qualify for $50,000 easily from a bank. Now, when they ask me what it's for, oh, it's just a, it's just a personal loan, right? So I'll just take out a personal loan for $50,000, the licensing fee. But that's what I mean. It's so cheap. But then that, you got to like, have the cash flow to withstand the, the bets. No, but then you get partners. This is just for the licensing fee. So you would be the... I'd be the boss older, lady. Yeah, you would be boss lady. What can I be? You can be... A, you can run the door. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> This this is another That's interesting really- fact. Again, this article is uh, via hawaiipublicradio.org. When asked whether or not those charged with gambling-related crimes could qualify for a license, Ford said they could apply. However, those charged with tax evasion would be disqualified, which makes sense. That I can un- yeah, that yeah. I understand. At least, you know, you go like, yeah, you want them to apply. You know why? Because at least they got some kind of experience yeah. in the world of gambling. <laughs> At least they kind of understand this business. Yeah. <laughs> they small kind of have the funds. <laughs> but I like that. At least, yeah, if tax evasion. Cause, but if you cause are. Because the, yeah. the whole point and the, our, what we've been harping on like the half, last half an hour is to make this legal so that we can, yes, collect the taxes that can go to funding things over raising taxes on everybody across the state, especially those living paycheck to paycheck, our kupuna and those retired that are on that set income and aren't going to go. And and so they don't have to try to find a second job or something. They can just enjoy their retirement. This is a way to raise the tax or collect the taxes so we don't have to raise it or at least not sharply like we have been. It can just be, you know, a slowly, a slow rise if needed, but or maybe it won't be because we'll just be generating so much revenue, especially since we are a tourism state. Tourists are going to come in. You know, when Japan starts coming in, they like to gamble. So I don't know about sports, but maybe they're going to go play cards. You'll put it all on the Angels for Shohei. <laughs> maybe. Seriously. Maybe they would. They're going to come Seriously. and Shohei Otani. Although the Cubs have the Japanese player too, so they're going to bet the Cubs. It's no Shohei though. Yeah, I know. I'm just wishful thinking over here. Oh, Brett Phillips is an angel. Sorry, off topic. (laughs) But yeah, I thought those were interesting uh, bullet points to point out when it comes to the licensing fee and headed by someone born in Hawaii or a 35-year resident. That'd be interesting if you have someone like like Peter Ho, Bank of Hawaii. He's like, hmm, I'm done running a bank. I'm going to go run a... (laughs) I'm going to go run the the, the first legal sports game. Or you have like it's Ian, or like Ian McNaughton. Yeah, he, has, he owns a lot of properties here in Hawaii. He's gonna go put a little sports book on one of them. <laughs> oh, this is I love this topic. You, you, we've talked about it so many times before, and there has been bills that have come up, but this is one that I think it's, they're they're basically trying to address every single opposition that has been thrown at them, and really because even. So it said people are worried, right, about crime and it leading to 
prostitution and the impact it would have on personal finances. Again, that that doesn't sports betting especially does not lead to Yeah, that those are excuses. Yeah. Those are those are just excuses and that and that's the problem. We we look for excuses rather than solutions and and that's uh, you know, that's not just here in this state, it's everywhere. Um, but we have to look for the solutions. We can't keep looking for excuses on why. And taxing the people here yeah. that are already barely making it by in Hawaii. Uh, so, I mean, it's, you know, gambling is legal in 48 states. Might as well do it here. And Las Vegas, I mean, they've been doing it for years. They have crime and homelessness. Hey, in case anyone didn't notice, crime and homelessness is increasing here. So why but, don't we generate but, more money? <laughs> but you have have you seen their schools? They all look like college campuses, their high schools. That's true. They're so gorgeous. All right. For Alan Mia, I'm Kuule Agbayani. It's been a really packed show. Mahalo for listening. Bye. Home of the Dallas Cowboys, KGUAM, K236CR, Honolulu, is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760.